past one's foot to go astray. If I have walked in my own willful ways, dear Lord, I do not say Oh guide me, watch on me And my keeper be Dear Lord Let's pray. Father, bless our time now as we hear the word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. We had a wonderful 8 o'clock service just before this and a great message from Pastor Charles Ross who had a birthday yesterday and he really blessed us with a good sermon. Amen. Very soon we will be recording these sermons. I think as soon as we can so that those who wanted to hear him can also listen to him. He's a very, very good teacher of the word of God. You are blessed in BMI to have such good teachers to teach you the word of the Lord. Amen. Well, from my side, quickly, a very, very happy Father's Day to all the fathers. May the Lord bless you as you fulfill your duties and roles as God's representation to the family, the fathers. But I'll talk about that a little bit in my sermon. We are pressed for time because we have another service after this, so we will have a very, very short sermon today. But I want to do something very, very important this morning that I also did in the first service, and that is to take an offering to continue our building. Have all of you noticed that we are moving forward every time you come here? If you didn't see, then somebody will tell you that we were a little bit lower, but every Sunday you come, you'll see Movement, movement, movement. Now we can stay here and wait for next year to continue or we can push on every week. What would you like us to do? You want us to push on or must we leave and wait? Because now with building is a lot of money. Do you understand? It's finances. We need to pay some laborers. A lot of our boys come to help, but we still have the experts we have to pay and then also we need to buy material to do the work. So I'm taking a special offering that I want you to be part of that you can give by the end of this month for our building. By God's grace, we have come this far by your constant giving and uh, your generous hearts. And the Lord has blessed us. Amen. Very soon it will be 
closed and then more comfortable inside. Are you excited for that? You can already see our services is starting to take a form, but it will be 10 times better when we are in the building because we will have lights, smoke screens, and many other great things. Amen. You will see yourself on the big screen. You will be a movie star. So you must short your hair out, short your, 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 your everything out. You'll be constantly on the big screen. You're already on the screens. Our cameras are not yet panning, which I think they should while I'm preaching. Once in a while, just pan over the audience. Pan over them so that they can also be shown in America, in Canada, in Ghana, in Nigeria, many places. Amen. Are you excited to be international? You don't sound like that. International. You are international. Glory to God. Or maybe you're quiet because I'm taking an offering. Now we take offerings unashamedly because God in His wisdom has decided that's the way to take His work forward. It's been in the Bible throughout the building of temples, Nehemiah, Ezra, Solomon, the people brought offerings and by the offerings they extended the temple and built the house of God. But then that also became God's way to bless His people. Amen. Whoever builds a house for God, God will surely build a house for you. Yes, God will take care of you. Hallelujah. God is not unrighteous to forget your work of labor. Many people forget what you do for them, especially church members. They forget the good work the pastor does for them. But God is not unrighteous to forget if you did something good for Him. Amen. So can I have my envelopes? This I'm taking a special offering before I preach. Uh, so I want, we, 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 don't, we, we really need a more injection of finances to push harder. The next stage now, we've reached halfway of the building. Can you see it's about halfway? I'm talking to you, you must talk back to me. It's good manners to talk back when somebody talks to you. You see, we're about halfway. Yeah, so now we, we want to complete. But the next level will be like a very thick lintel, something that goes over the door. You see that little uh, gray concrete over the door? Now we're going to put a big thick one right around the building. It has to be cast in concrete, see? And inside will be steel. And we have to first make a box so that it can, the steel can form inside the box. It's like a sucker you put in the ice in the fridge that forms a shape. That is what we're going to do right around here. So for that, we're going to need uh, some help. I'm looking for some people here that can, by the end, you're going to take this envelope, all of you, and you will bring it back by the end of June. The, the sooner the better, but by the end of June. This is an offering for the month of June the month of the Father, the month of the youth. Please, if, if, if we have people that can give us a thousand rand, if you can give us a thousand rand by the end of June, then fetch this envelope from me. I'm sure the Lord will bless you. Those who can give us a thousand rand by the end of June, stand up, walk to me and fetch this envelope. God will bless you. It will help. Thank you, my brother. You'll be blessed. You'll see what God is going to do for you. Thank you, my brother. It's a sacrificial giving. I know you need money for other things, but you decide you're going to give something to God. Thank you, my sister. 
You will be blessed. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. God will bless your heart. Thank you, Captain Jackie. God bless you. Anybody else that can give a thousand rand by the end of June? I think it's about a week and a few days. Then it's the end of June. But God is going to bless you. Maybe you want to give, but you can't give a thousand rand. You can give a 500 rand by the end of June. Also fetch this envelope from me. I pray the Lord's blessing on this envelope. And that your life will be forever transformed by your generous giving. They gave in the days of Solomon and the days of Moses so much that they had to say it's enough now. May the Lord bless you as you give. May the Lord bless the fruit of your womb. May the Lord bless you, my sister. Do you have so much money? Yeah. You are blessed, my sister. Anybody else for a 500 rand end of June? Maybe you wanted to buy something, but you're going to say, I'm going to leave it. I'll rather give something to God. Let's finish that. Let's complete the work of the Lord so that in this house, blessings will flow to you. Amen. Maybe it's too much in your mind, but you can give a 200 rand. Fetch my envelope. You can give a 200 rand towards the building fund. The end of June. There's a young lady standing up. More than one. Yes, the Lord will bless you. The Lord looks at your heart. And the Lord will bless you. You can see I've used all the money for the building fund. Thank you, my brother. Is it Tracy? Good to see you, Tracy. You're looking good, Tracy. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, my sister. I tried to see through the mask who this is. This is Pastor Moses. God bless you. The photographer. 500 rand. No, this is 200 rand. Sorry, sorry. I almost put you in another bracket, isn't it? The Lord bless you for the 200 rand. Thank you, my brother. So you will sacrifice your McDonald's burger this weekend. God bless you. you just, it takes a bit of a sacrifice, then God will bless you. The end of the month, right? Please bring this envelope. Maybe you can't give it 200, but you can give 100 rand. End of June. Please come. Every cent helps the church. We really... We really thank God. It's an important part of the service today. I'm taking offerings. Yes. If you're watching me by Facebook and you also want to give something, Jedre, please put on the screen or somebody listening to me, put our bank details on the screen. Unashamedly, I'm taking offerings for the Lord. Students. Students have money, I tell you. Nisfas. Give off that Nisfas money and the Lord will increase it. Thank you, my brother. The pensioners are coming. Thank you, Pastor Seth. Thank you, my brother. The Lord bless you. Have you found a job yet? It's coming. It's coming. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I forgot. We also make room for the 50 rands. You can give a 50 rand. Are you coming for 50? No, you're a big boss. Look, how you, look at your colors. A thousand. Yes, praise the Lord. Clap for a thousand. The woman that's going to marry Derek is going to be blessed, I can tell you. You will never be hungry. 50 rand, you can give only 50 rand. Come, my brother. The Lord looks at your heart. This is an important part of my, of the service. We are raising funds to finish the house of God. We'll talk about the floor some other time. The floor is also going to need some funds, but we're first going to go close up, alright? 
and put some windows in. I need more 50 rand people. If you haven't come yet, you must at least come for the 50 rand. I'm waiting for you. You must come quickly. I want to close. I want to start to preaching. Anybody else can give a 50 rand, 5 zero. I don't think everybody was here. I'm not going lower than that. Maybe I must say that. Because the envelope is 39.99. 50 rand. 50 rand. Is that all? Clap for Jesus. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you like our men's choir? They sang a beautiful song. God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. Amen. In case you don't know, this is a church. We, we, we expect responses from the people. Because it's not a dead church and it's not a stilte kerk. You know what's a stilte kerk? You see on the signboard, stilte kerk. This is not a stilte kerk. This is a geraas kerk. Amen. Hallelujah. So we expect your response to also know that you are alive. You heard the story of the ambulance that had to come when the one sister died in church. Did I tell you that story? They phoned the ambulance because a sister had a heart attack in the church. And when the ambulance came, they were carrying out 13 people outside onto the grass. And uh, every time they came outside, the people woke up. They didn't know who was dead because everybody was sleeping in the church. And as they had to carry them out, they woke up and said, oh, it's not this one. Oh, it's not this one. If an ambulance must come here, please don't let them carry you out because of your deadness. Amen. Will you be responsive? We want only responsive people in the first three seats of the building. Amen. The others are happy to take from seat four backwards. God bless all of you. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me, please, to 1 Kings 22. No, 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 no. I'm not going to read there now. Let me first read Numbers 27, 15. Numbers 27, 15. Hallelujah. It's Father's Day. Are you happy? Some people uh, who spoke to me told me about their experiences with their own fathers, which was not a, a pleasant one. And I am conscious that not everybody has good experiences with your biological fathers. Many people don't even know their father because of circumstances but this morning the Lord wants you to hear the word of God that will come to you this morning hallelujah let me first read and then I will start to preach Numbers 27 verse 15 says Moses spoke unto the Lord saying let the Lord the God of the spirits of all flesh Set a man over the congregation. Which may go out before them. And which may go in before them. And which may lead them out. And which may bring them in. That the congregation of the Lord. Be not as a sheep. Which has 
no shepherd. I want to read again the last portion and if the sound engineers can help me and do their duties, I want music because we are still open so we have cars moving up and down and we don't want the wooting on the system because it's international television. Amen. Clap for your sound engineers. They have just woken up. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So please help me so that we can do the work of the Lord with excellence. Numbers 27, 15 and 17. The last part says, The Lord will set the man over the congregation which may lead them out and which may bring them in that the congregation of the Lord be not as a sheep that has no shepherd. May the Lord then bless the reading and the preaching of His Word. Amen. My message, my short message is entitled, When Sheep Have No Shepherd. When Sheep Have No Shepherd. I hope you were following the preaching since, I think three, two weeks ago, I started talking to the church about sheep and shepherds. And uh, it's a very, very important topic because it's the analogy, it's the example that the Lord uses in the Bible the best to describe the work of a pastor over the people. Also describes God's interaction with His people. How God sees you. What God expects of you. is best described in this analogy or of the uh, example, I would say, uh, of sheep with shepherds. Hallelujah. Now let's talk about the shepherd then as a father today because it is Father's Day. Many people, unfortunately, as we have heard just before I started speaking, uh, might not have had a good experience with their fathers. By God's grace, I had a very, very good experience with my father. And um, let me say that my little time on this earth has made me see that most people who did not have a father in their lives, there will be a certain limp, spiritually speaking, in their lives you know God in his great wisdom had planned so many good things for this world but because of Satan's influence and Satan's deception Satan's influence and Satan's deception had brought sin into this world and the problem of man is the problem of sin you see, God's perfect design has been distorted by sin. The first sin the Bible talks about is the sin of pride. That's the sin of Satan who did not want to be under God's uh, authority, but he wanted to elevate himself to be equal with God. And from there, all the problems happen. He was cast out of heaven. But when he was cast out, Unfortunately, by that time, he also influenced a third of the angels. A third of the angels, can you believe it? They believed the lie of Satan and they fell with him. And they are now causing havoc right here where we are. And after God made Adam, he came and he influenced Adam and Eve in a negative way. And since then, all the pain we see, all the heartache we see, the heartache that you were born in, the pain that you were born in, the, the sadness, the disappointment, it's because of sin. The problem of man is the problem of sin. 
That is why the coming of Jesus to earth was to deal with this problem of sin. And that's why Jesus Christ died on the cross for, for you and me so that His blood could wash away your sin. Hallelujah. And when He took His blood to the Father, the Father accepted the offering of blood from the Son of God. Hallelujah. And by that blood, we, are, we can be free from our problem of sin. But unfortunately, as I talk to fathers, the problem of sin has also affected the home. Because God's design for a perfect father to marry a, a good woman and to raise children is an ideal state. You know, a type of uh, fairy book story. Unfortunately, it is, does not happen like that in most cases. Yes. My father, by God's grace, was a very good man. My father did not have much education, but his loyalty towards his wife and his children is something that, uh, that, that really, I think, I think words and money cannot explain to you how important that is. Yeah, so I grew up not, not by a father who spoke to us a lot and taught us, taught us like verbally, but by his example. Are you listening? By his example, his caring, his protection. Oh, beautiful. I am what I am and I want to bring honor to him. My father died some few years ago. But uh, I am who I am because of my father. Now, he's not just my biological father. I mean, he was a father in the home to me. You become a father if you can sire your seed and, and your child is born to you. But it doesn't really mean you father them. Not all pastors are fathers. Some pastors are good teachers, good preachers, but not every man of God becomes a father. That's a whole different function. Do you understand? Somebody who fathers is concerned about your, 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 your whole being. Not just if you came to listen to him speak on a Sunday, and if you clap for him, preach. No, he's asking you about your life. He's concerned about your, your prosperity. He's concerned about your family. He's concerned about your choices. He's concerned about your development. Yeah, he's concerned about who you marry. That's a father. I mean, what father would tell his daughter, No, it's not a good father. A father wants to make sure the child is marrying the right person. Yeah, and if you, you see, mm. oh God help me, so I don't, I just have a little time. But this is a topic I love to talk about. Because God has graced me to be a father to my children. And your children is often the reflection of your fatherhood. Sorry to say if you don't like my preaching. Your children is a reflection of your fatherhood. You say, yes, pastor, but the children, they make their own decisions. Correct? Correct? John Wesley is one of the greatest men of God who ever lived. And when his mother was asked what made him such a great man, with all the brothers that's also in the church, founders of the Methodist church, she said she did not allow them to choose their own way. 
She did not allow them to choose their own way. She said the secret, you must break the will of the little child. Break it. Break it. That's the secret to why they became the most successful. Charles Wesley was one of those who wrote some of the best hymns. I think we sing his hymns, we don't even know. He was the brother of John Wesley. Hallelujah. So I had a good father, a loving father. As I said, he didn't speak much, but I saw his goodness from his interaction, from his example, the way he treated my mother, the way he disciplined us, the way you would not allow certain things. Aye! My father went to work so early, it was pitch dark. Saturday mornings, it wasn't easy for us boys. Because he was at home, working in his garden. And lo and behold, he never paid laborers to help him. Guess who was his laborers? His own children became his laborers. And you had to be up earlier than you go to school from Monday to Friday, Saturday mornings, very early in the morning. Did you see the garden at the back there? All of you that, hey, hey, hey. Did you see the garden at the back there? Do you know who made that garden for you? My father who is not here anymore, what he planted into me is what you see in the garden at the back there. That's why when I visit some of my friends' homes, all I see is sand in front of their houses. But they never had a father like I had. And they hire laborers to clean their yard. What a shock. <laughs> That's why even here, I don't believe in hiring too much. We do it ourselves. DIY. Say DIY. Do not yourself your laden. Say, blessed, they will trust, they will trust, but they laden. Say, as a laden. But the role of a father is important. And to speak to fathers, it will be an incomplete sermon. I can't only speak to fathers. Because ladies, it is you who choose your, your children's father. Think about it. Who chose your children's father? But you. Your Matthew Gowalski. Los die leiding. Zij sê nie, zij te leiding van die heilige geest. Maar jou ma sê nie, hy is die leiding. In Afrikaans, those who don't understand, it's a, it's a, your mother tried to tell you, don't take this boy. He's a lazy boy. Even your father was the best, but you never listen. So you sit without a father. Satan has come to distort this world. Most families today are single parent families. Most families today where there is a father, the father is toothless. He's like a dog with no teeth. He's told to sit down, to do this, to do that, to do that. They beat him from January. No, no. From July right up to May. They, the, the wife beats him, smacks and swears at him. And on Father's Day, she kisses him. Mm. 
Happy Father's Day. You're such a good father. I said, Va? I said, Va? But I, I thank God for the grace of God. I did, I did not grow up in such a home. I grew up in a home. You see, that's why the, the woman's role is more important than you could ever think. What you portray to your children is how they will view your fa- their father. If you mistreat their father, if you don't honor him, if you don't serve him properly, if you make him like a dog, the children will see him like a dog. And the enemies behind all this, you see, once God's perfect design of mother, father, children is distorted, you have a distorted family life. And things don't work well. But God is graceful, He's merciful and He's full of grace. If your biological father failed you, God will raise up more fathers to help you on this way. Hallelujah. Yes, you must receive the fathers that God sent to you. Don't judge a father by his age. Are you with me? Because you could be young. Timothy was young and Paul said, do not let people despise you for your age. You must set an example in word and in deed. Oh yeah. So someone can be a father to you that's more or less your age. Even sometimes younger than you, he can still be a father to you. Because when you come close to God's word and you come close to God's design for, for what we want to do, then you can, uh, you can display fatherhood much better. But if you're in the world, if you're under Satan's influence, then the child will grow up with a distorted view of what the real home should be like. Are you with me? So both the fathers and the ladies, the men and the women should come into God's perfect design. And it's not easy because as I have already told you, Satan has made problems, distorted things here, influenced things badly. Are you with me? So we as our fathers, we sometimes fail in our duties. The mothers fail in their duties and everything is so distorted and Satan wants to just destroy everything. But God is the one that restores. God is the one that fixes broken things. One of the first uh, works of Christ, when they asked him about who he was, he said, I've come to heal the brokenhearted. Hallelujah. So for you, my dear sister and brother, if you grew up without a father, God is restoring fatherhood to you in the church. Where a pastor or a brother, you don't, you don't necessarily just have to have one father. You can have more than one father. A person that takes interest in you to guide you and to give you advice as a father. Hallelujah. At BMI, we have many fathers. However, just like the distorted picture of the world, I want you to listen carefully to me. When we are out of God's plan, we don't do things the way God wants it to be done. Are you all with me? When we step into the kingdom of God, now we must start to do things the way God wants it to be done. Uh Uh-huh. And God's plan includes fathers for you. 
That is why our church, we have a strong teaching on fathers and sons. It's called the doctrine. A teaching is a doctrine. We have a very strong emphasis. Some time ago I told you that our church emphasizes certain things. One of the things we emphasize, Mama, is fathers and sons. Why? Because that is what God emphasizes. And can you believe that some pastors and some churches, they don't like this teaching. But if God calls himself Father, don't you think it's an important thing to teach our fathers? Of all the names that God could choose, he calls himself Father. <laughs> that, that should give you an indication how important the topic of fatherhood is to God. Hallelujah. So much so that Jesus' coming to earth was really to take you back to the Father. Yeah, it's to restore your broken relationship with your Father. We encourage many children here, if your father is still alive, try your best to restore your relationship with your father if it is a damaged relationship. I know the people I serve, in most cases they live with their mother, the father is not at home. He has moved on, he married another wife. We don't want to go into the details. There are some reasons why these things happen. I want to encourage you as you listen to me, try not to get involved in the fight between your mother and your father. All you have to do is honor your father, also honor your mother, and you will be blessed. If you fall into the trap of Satan in a distorted system where you also become part of the warfare, then you lose the blessing of God that should come to you. If you say, my, my father drinks a lot, that doesn't matter, it's not important. The Bible said, honor your father. He didn't say, honor your father if he doesn't drink. He just said, honor your father. If you, if you never did it before, maybe because nobody's taught you the word of God, today I'm teaching you the word of God. Doesn't matter who your father is or where he is, you must honor your father. Young girls, are you listening to me? You are missing something big in your lives if you don't respect your father. Honor means a high level of respect. Are you listening to me? What does the word honor mean? It means a high level of respect that should go to your father. And if your mother didn't honor him, you mustn't make that mistake. You must honor your father. Whether it's a dropout, whether your father married another wife, forget about the sins of your father. Just honor your father. Can I have an amen? Because let me give you some news. You must also grow up. And the mistakes of your father, it might even be the mistakes that you're going to make one day. Yes, if you don't honor him. Hallelujah. Now the Bible talks about Sheep with no shepherd. What happens to sheep with no shepherd? And I'll give you some points and then I close. Time has already left me. Let me give you three wonderful points. 
You will have no direction in life and you will be aimless if you don't have a father in your life. Aimlessness. Number one, aimlessness. Because in the scripture I read you, it said, let the Lord set up a man over the congregation. What is the duty of this man? He may go out before them and go in before them. He will lead them out and he will bring them in so that they might not be as a sheep with no shepherd. So look, you'll have an aim in life. You'll have a direction in life if a father is over you. Christians, listen to me. Let me explain this to you. Many people are Christians and born again people. Have you, do you know people who are born again, they serve God, but they don't belong to a church or they've had a problem with their church and they're not in their churches anymore, but they still claim to be on the right road. Yes, I know some like that. They said, no, we still serve God. But God's design is for you to be part of a church, a local church. Say amen. You see, once you start to become cleverer than God, you're going to have problems. You're going to lose direction in life because you're out of the will of God. And most people cannot receive a pastor as a father. Because in their mindsets, God knows alone what's happening there. They find it not necessary. But what you see at the end of their lives is aimlessness, richtinglos, no direction in your life. Because God's wisdom was for you to have a father. And the father's job, the shepherd's job, was to go in before you and go out before you. And you would see, this is where he goes in and I will follow him. And this is where he comes out and I will follow him. Because sheep follow a shepherd. But where there's no father, where there's no shepherd, the people are aimless. The people are directionless. Yeah, I can see it in my children. I can see in their successful futures. By the grace of God, I could give them direction to, with my wife's assistance. And I'm blessed to see them succeed in this life. Because they, they had a father who could give them direction. Now you say, Pastor, I never had that. But I just told you now, God is giving you new fathers. Hallelujah. You need to receive it. You need to let go your pride and say, maybe my father didn't act the way he should. He didn't know better. He didn't know Christ. But now God is giving me new fathers. Whether you receive me as your father or any other senior person, your spiritual person, you need to come under fathership and fatherhood. Because it's God's design. It's God's what? God's design. Hallelujah. If you don't have it, you'll be aimless. Where are you going? Some of you would have finished school if you had a good father. Is it true? I, I, I didn't like school. No, no normal child likes school. If I could jump over the fence and bunk, you know what it means? I would have gladly done it. You know why I never did it? I had a father. 
My father had a very strong fist. And if he hit you one shot, you wake up next week, Monday. I never smoked a cigarette in my life by God's grace. And I'm telling you the honest truth. I probably would have. I probably would have tried. Because it looked so cool. Marlboro. Only cowboys can smoke Marlboro. But you know why I never did? My father would have killed me. My father would, I was so afraid of my father that if I do wrong, I would be a corpse. Six foot six. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people say and how they say. This modern teaching of how you must let the child choose his own. As gemors, amal gemors. My paatse hand toe gemaakt, halleluja. Fivefold ministry, apostle, evangelist, prophet, teacher, pastor. Close it, it becomes this thing. And then you apply the fivefold ministry. You lay hands hard, fast and continuous. I had a fear for my father. But today I thank God for such a father. Halleluja. You couldn't complain about what you had to eat. Because my father knew how difficult economic times were. And if my mother made the same food all week, you better shut up and eat or you'll get nothing. So I've learned to accept what is given. Sometimes my wife make excuse and say, I didn't make food. I say, I grew up like that. You, you give me just bread, it's all. I'll receive it. And an egg. It's a, egg is a special delicacy for me. Give me bread and a egg in a pan. I make my egg die. You don't have to say sorry for not making food. Because my father taught me, you'll eat what there is to eat and you'll be thankful and you'll be grateful. That was my father. Hallelujah. Small things you will not know what difference it makes. To have a father, you shall not know. As I stand here today, I'm a product of my father. Hallelujah. Root to big people. Root to a senior person. Hmm. Hmm. At night, I, we, we, we went to sleep. We never worried about thieves breaking into our house. We rather prayed for the thieves that my father mustn't get hold of them. We felt protected because of a father. If you say, Pastor, but we never had that. God is giving you a new father. Fathers. It's only proud people who can't accept fathers. Am I right? So if you can't accept the message that I'm preaching to say that people can become a father to you. You see, it's your pride that prevents you from receiving this thing. It's God's design for you. Otherwise, you will have no direction. If you're honest, some of you maybe made mistakes with the choices of your lives, your careers, because maybe there was no father. 
but it's changing now it's changing now we can't do much about the past but we can do things about our future amen and you must first receive the fathers that God is going to give you otherwise you'll be like the one Moses saw sheep with no shepherd aimless directionless the second thing Moses told them was they would there would be division there would be division people will be divided without a family when there is not a shepherd hallelujah hallelujah 1 Kings 22 17 I saw all Israel scattered upon the mountain as sheep that had no shepherd and the Lord said these have no master let them return every man to his house in peace let him return they are divided and that is why I emphasize in my preaching that we will be one at BMI with loyalty to the vision to the structure to the ethos everything we are one we are one that's why when we raise funds we all give together there won't be division here hallelujah yeah we are preaching in one direction you see I preach Pastor Charlie preach Pastor Alice preaching next it's the same thing we are one there's no division because this house has a father amen alright lastly there'll be weakness and disease if there's not a shepherd Ezekiel 34 verse 4 the disease have you not strengthened neither have you healed that was sick number four there'll be unsolved troubles unsolved troubles Zechariah 10 2 they were troubled because there was no shepherd they were troubled because there was no shepherd unsolved troubles if there's nobody to lead and to guide hallelujah but the last one of the fifth one then you have five the destruction of young people I just want to talk about that for us for a minute and then I close the destruction of young people if there's no shepherd the young ones are mostly affected with no shepherd Zechariah 13 7 says awake O sword against my shepherd and against the man that is my fellow says the Lord smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered and I will turn my hand upon the little ones if there's no shepherd the little ones and the young ones are affected you know as I close my, my Bible is closed I want to tell you something that really pains my heart every time I see young people because they are children they have the humility of a child I see them excited for God's house for the dancing for the singing for the acting for anything I mean you, would, you just sat here a minute ago did you see the excitement on the faces of the little kids uh huh problem is that most of these kids have parents big parents that's no more humble anymore and that's probably you you that I'm talking to right here 
If you rick yourself up, if you rick yourself up, you remove the child because of something that you're not happy with. You see, it affects nothing more than the children if you are like sheep with no shepherd. He said, the young ones, the young ones, I will lift my hand off the young ones. Many times did I cry in my heart for the young children who had to live with their stubborn parents. Yeah. Stubborn, prideful uh, parents who decided to move away from a place where there was a father that could have seen to the future of the direction of these young people. The damage you do to remove yourself from anything close to fatherhood, you will not know until you see it. Somebody said, uh, deception has a maximum of 10 years to show itself. Deception is a lie. Deception is a form of a lie. Now people believe a lie. That's deception. Alright? 10 years is the maximum. Then people see, I followed the wrong thing. I made the wrong decision. It takes 10 years. Maximum. It could be sooner. That's why they said, when Adolf Hitler was leading Germany to fight the Second World War, it, it started, the world war ended in 1945, but it was in 1935, he started with his, he started to become the leader. But it didn't take longer than 10 years so the people realized we followed the madman. We should not have done this. Six million, 50 million deaths later, they said, oh, here, we must have done this. We must have done this. So today, on Father's Day, I emphasize to you, sheep with no father is aimless and directionless. Yeah. Sheep with no father will have no unity. There'll be division. Sheep with no father will have the young ones suffer. The young ones. The young ones. You might say, I am a father to my children. Look. Even you, you can learn from fatherhood, from somebody that you can see ahead of you. Without much saying, you can learn from the person's actions and from his ways. That's how I learned from my father. May the Lord rescue our young children. If your husband is a disappointment, God is giving you a father. Amen. God is giving you a father. Don't be so stubborn. Receive the instruction of a father. Because you will have direction in life. You will be, you will, there'll be unity here. Your children will not be scattered. Your children will be blessed. As, as Pastor Charlie's children were dancing here earlier on, I, I realized they were, they were babies. They were born in this church. But there was even a time when their parents almost made the decision not to be here. What would have happened to those children? But by God's grace, they decided to stay with the Father. Are you hearing me? I know, I know, I know, as much as you don't shout or say Amen, 
This is the truth of the word of the Lord to you. And I appeal to the mothers. Give, give if there's a father in the house. Or even if he's not in the house. But if your children have a father, start to lift him up in the minds of your children. And I think the way I respected my father was because my mother had told us that our father is a great man. Yes. Whenever she spoke in public or in private, she never told us behind his back, he's a bad person. There's never, never, never. She always told us, your father is a great man. Listen to your father when he speaks. I know it sounds foreign to you, but God is restoring it to you. Hallelujah. So even if your children's father has left, you can tell them what pastor tells you. Do it. If pastor is like a father to you. Maybe somebody else here will also act like a father. There will be many people that God is going to raise up to be fathers to children. To orphan children. Yeah. A child cannot only survive under the care of his mother. Don't make that mistake. You're not more clever than God. God had designed it to be father and mother. Amen. One day a woman said, the child don't need his father. I raised him. Because the child had asked the mother, Mommy, where's my pa? So the mother said, why are you looking for your father now? I raised you all this time. The child was about 16, 17. She said, I want to meet my father. Then I said to the woman, the child's father is important in his life. She said, no, I raised him alone. He don't need a father now. You can't be more cleverer than God. Time does not allow me to say the importance of the father. Bow your heads. Father, I pray for fathers that you will touch their lives, refresh them. Restore them. You've come to mend broken pieces, Lord. Mend the communities that we serve. May they understand the roles of a father. I thank you by your great power for giving me the father that I had. It gave us a balance in this life. May such fathers arise amongst us here. And may the children that has no father find fathers in this family. And may the men rise up to take their positions in your ordained plan for them. That they can be real fathers. Respected by the mothers and by the children. We ask this in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise and we give you thanks. Amen.